Hello, 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 and welcome back to Quizzical by Nature, a soft place for women to land. This is your host, Tammy Walls, and I would like to welcome you to episode number 28 entitled, The Making of Good Relationships. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about what it takes to have a good relationship. When we talk about these things with relationships today, we're going to mostly talk about the aspects of a a male-female relationship, marriage, uh, partnership with somebody that you may be dating. But I will say that a lot of these um, qualities or different things that we're going to discuss can be carried over to your personal, your business, your other relationships that you have as well. Building a good relationship is very crucial in your life. Number one, effective communication is almost definitely required. You have to be able to have somebody that you can have an open dialogue with so that you can discuss any and everything. That is one of the foundation pieces of a relationship because if you cannot talk to one another, then what good is the relationship? You know, you have to be able to have those difficult conversations about finances, you know, how to save for the future, who's paying the bills in the house if you're married or living together, you know, what about college savings for your children, money to go on vacations or even getaways. And if you're not married, but planning to get married, how much are you going to spend on your wedding? Would you rather take that money and put it on a down payment for a home or would you you want to spend it on a lavish wedding. Some of the other discussions about finances are going to be about um, saving. You know, how much money are you saving? What are you putting away for a rainy day? And what about retirement? It's never too early to think about retirement and how you want to live once you become a retirement age. You want to have a nest egg put up, an IRA, a 401k investment. Are you doing crypto? Are you doing stocks? Are you doing mutual funds or bonds? These are all some of the conversations that need to be talked about in the area of finances. When I think about communication, The next topic is about sex, and it can be a hard topic to discuss at times because I think that a lot of times we go through the motions of having sexual relationships, but do we really talk to one another about our likes and dislikes, the things that are um, uncomfortable? Are you having any um, infections or different things happening as a result of the sex, you know? Do you talk about um, positions that each of you like or that you dislike? Is the sex painful to you? Are you satisfied? Is he satisfied? How can you spice things up in your relationship? Are you willing to try something new or are you straight up missionary? And I'm not saying that missionary is bad because with the right partner, it could be wonderful. But what are you doing? If things are getting boring in the bedroom, you could try play acting. You could come in there as a nurse or a school teacher. You could um, dress up as something else. Some people like to do handcuffs. Now, I do know with all the things in the news about police, you know, men may not want to be handcuffed. But what about blindfolding him or yourself? 
you know, having you take control of the experience and allow him or her to follow your lead. You need to talk about these things. What about if your partner is triggered by something that happened in their past? These are things that you have to pay attention to, be intentional and aware of what is happening in the confines of your relationship. That is why it is so vital to talk about these things. Number two, trust. Trust is another foundation builder. Trust is not earned immediately. Trust is earned over time and it is essential to your relationship for it to thrive. I would say that once the the trust is lost, it could be very hard to rebuild that trust. You and your partner have to discuss boundaries with each other. What type of relationship are you in? You need to know up front, is this a monogamous relationship or is it an open relationship? Is it a friends with benefits relationship or are you just simply friends? You know, sometimes friends do catch feelings for one another. But if if that happens to be the case, then you also need to discuss that. That may not be what both of you want. And this one, some people are into swinging. And that means that they may be in a relationship and they want to go and have sex with other people, other couples. There are some couples that want to bring you into their relationship. Some want to watch, some want to be involved. You have to be aware of what you're getting into. Have that communication, have that trust, and be able to talk about those different things in sex. Because I would say bringing a third party into your relationship for sex is probably a big mistake. It is a no-no. You don't want to bring someone else into your marriage bed or even your dating relationship bed. You know, if somebody's into stuff like that and you didn't know that or you're just finding out, that's something that you should not go along with. If you are adamantly against it, you need to get away from it. But in order to do that, you have to be able to communicate. The trust also comes in and finding out what are things really about. You know, when people do these arrangements where they're swinging, sometimes somebody catches feelings and that could cause a whole nother problem. You don't want to get yourself hurt. You don't want to get yourself involved in a situation that could be detrimental to your outcome, your being, your very breathing. So pay attention to that. And I'll tell you, one time I was um, on this dating website and this man sent me a message and he asked me, was I into, you know, uh, threesomes and things like that. They were interested in me to come and join them. And I let him know right quick hey, I am not into no type of relationships like that. I've never done a threesome and I have no desire to do a threesome. So please do not bring that my way and delete my page and my message. Leave me alone. You know, you have to really know who you're dealing with and what you're dealing with. If you want a serious long-term relationship that leads to marriage, then you need to say that upfront and early. Maybe not on the first date, but if you continue to talk to this person, you need to make sure that you're both on the same page. In fact, if it does become a relationship, you need to establish a relationship. We're monogamous. We're not going to see anybody else. You or he may just want a friends with benefits. And that's okay if that's what you want. But if you desire intimacy, if you desire relationship, if you desire marriage, 
and full-time companionship, somebody that you can, you know, chill with at the house and watch a movie and, you know, cook some dinner or go out to dinner with or on dates, then a friends with benefits probably is not going to be your thing. Nine out of 10 times, friends with benefits don't become relationships. Most of the time, the person is just in it for the sex. They just want to fulfill their sexual urges. And you, if you want something different or you think that you can change the mind of that person, I'm getting to tell you it doesn't always go that way and you're going to have your feelings hurt and you're going to left being felt feeling empty. So my advice to you is do not do it if you really want a relationship. You know, keep it truthful. Keep it truthful. Tell the truth about what you want. Marriage is the best route. God created marriage for a husband and a wife so that they could create and build and be equal partners under the submission of God. That too requires that your partner and you be equally yoked. That means, do you have similar beliefs? Do you believe in God and he believes in Buddha? Do you believe in Buddha and he believes in God? You know, these things begin to clash. Do you go to church and he doesn't go to church? Is that something that you want? Are you okay with him sitting at home? Maybe you going to church and showing yourself, you know, under the dwelling of God will draw your husband into church. But you have to have these truthful conversations and talk about these things. Number three, this is something that's very important in relationships. Empathy. Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of others. You want to be in a relationship with somebody who can understand and share your feelings. You want your partner to be there to be able to comfort you, to pray for you, to care for you in times of need, to cover you. Those need to be those one, the times when they're there for you at the loss of a baby due to a miscarriage or maybe a stillbirth. You will want someone who was there for you if you are grieving the loss of a parent, a sibling, or a friend, and vice versa. He is going to need you to be there for him. You will want somebody who is being a, who will be able to comfort you when you're just having a bad day or you just need to be held. Sometimes you come home and all you really want is a nice, tight hug. You want your man to kiss you. You want him to hug you. And you want him to just tell you that he loves you and that whatever it was, baby, it's going to be okay. Your man will be empathetic to you when you are empathetic to him. He will want you to be empathetic to him when he's worked all day, when he comes home and he's tired and he just wants to chill and eat and maybe watch the football game. It doesn't mean that he doesn't care about you. He just wants you to care about his day. Ask him how he's doing. How was his day? You know, is everything all right with him? Take cues and be intentional and paying attention to the mood, the attitude, and the facial expressions of your partner. A lot of times we are so busy running around through life, doing everything, but not stopping to take the time to see if our partner is okay. Are they really, really okay? Are they talking less? Are they not saying anything? Have you noticed that they have been crying or something like that? Something has upset them. Are they angry? Pay attention to those things. The next thing we want to talk about is respect. Respect 
is about having is excuse me respect is about valuing each other's opinions boundaries and individuality r-e-s-p-e-c-t find out what it means to me that is what aretha sung in her song back in the day it is a major requirement for most men they do not want to be talked down to and i venture to say that you also want to be respected and treated as such remember how you talk to each other how you look at each other don't you know get loud with him out in public in front of uh people family friends where he will be embarrassed you know and things of that nature that is where you have those discussions back at the house or in the car but respecting him out in public is is valuable Number five, conflict resolution. Conflict is inevitable in relationships, but how do you resolve conflict? You must find a good way to resolve conflict. Arguing and yelling is not going to resolve anything. You have to learn to agree to disagree. Certain things are just really not worth fussing or arguing about. You need to directly express your thoughts and your feelings Give each other time to speak. Don't talk over one another. Don't blame one another. Communication is key. Listening is key. If necessary, step away from the situation. There was times when I was married back in the day when me and my husband got into it and it just wasn't a good time to talk at the moment. But it's okay. You step away, you go get yourself together, and then you come back. Sometimes you come back, you apologize. Sometimes you come back and say, baby, now I kind of see it from your point of view, or let's discuss it a little bit further. And remember, don't sweat the small stuff. Does it really, really matter? Pick your battles. Is it really worth battling over? You know, is it worth bringing up over and over again? Is it worth nagging about? If your partner is not a neat person, I guarantee you that you saw that before you got married or before y'all moved in together. You probably knew it. It's hard to retrain grown adults. You can have the conversation about picking up after him or herself, but in actuality, they may not be a neat person and you may have to, you know, not fight this battle and just go ahead and take care of it for yourself just to keep down the, you know, the arguing or the disagreements in your house over something that is really minor. Number six is quality time. Spending quality time together strengthens the bonds between each other in a relationship. Quality time is very important. Cuddle up in your partner's arms and watch a movie. Go on a date night or do a staycation in a nice hotel. Get freaky and let all that pent up energy out. Kissing, which is one of my favorite things to do, releases oxytocin and it makes all the things in your body just start moving. Go to a movie or on a picnic. Plan a surprise for your partner. It's really about the quality time that you spend together not so much what you do. If finances is a problem and you really don't have a lot to go out, then do something that doesn't require a lot of money. Go take a walk in the park. 
Go walk around the track. Walk around your neighborhood. The main thing is that you spend time together with one another so that you can bond and build and continue to love on one another. Number seven, support. Support is is a crucial aspect of any relationship. Everybody wants to be supported. You should be your man's biggest cheerleader, even when it seems like it's crazy to you and it doesn't make sense. Talk it through. Be supportive to each other, whether it's family, friends, work, personal concerns, ideas for business, things that, you know, you're developing, um, uh, what's happening on your job, whether or not you or your man got a, a raise or a promotion, support it. Cheer them on, push them on into a better place, knowing that you have got their back. Now, some of y'all are ride or dies, and if something goes down, y'all would fight with your man, but I'm not telling you to go out there and fight. I'm just saying be supportive. Number eight, shared values and interests. Common values and interests can bring people together and bring them closer. What do you two share in common? Do you have similar religious beliefs? If not, how are you working on those differences? How are you making sure that it works for both of you? Would your man be willing to go to church with you or to a church event, even though he's not really someone who goes to church, but he's willing to do it for you? Do you both love to go to the beach or to the mountains? Do you both share a love for football? And are you yelling more than your man on Sunday when the team is playing? Are you the one yelling in the stands at the sporting events? Can you both just relax at home and be content? Do you, where do you find yourselves in the future? Do you want more children or agree on how they'll be raised? How important is family to both of you? Are you both family oriented? Do you both have the same power to know that trials and tribulations are gonna come up in your relationship and that you have to find a way to stick it out? You don't run at the first sight of trouble. You cannot be a runner or a track star because guess what? Sometimes people won't chase you. But if you show that you have staying power, things can be worked out. Number nine boundaries. Setting and respecting boundaries is essential for maintaining healthy relationships. We talked about boundaries earlier in some of the other steps, but let's dig a little deeper. Boundaries are important and this is why they should not be crossed. Understanding that lines to cross and what lines to cross and what lines not to cross. Each person needs to feel safe and heard within the relationship each of us. Some boundaries that stand out in a relationship are financial boundaries. Where do you both stand with money? We talked about money earlier. Do you save money or do you spend frivolously or vice versa? How is your man with money? Sexual boundaries are important to discuss. There may be some things that you're adamantly opposed to doing. Threesomes, swinging from a a chandelier, different things like that. You may not want to be spanked. What are your boundaries? Emotional boundaries are making it clear what is or isn't um, to to yours to feel or to fix. 
You cannot understand what your partner is truly experiencing, but you can be empathetic to what they're going through. Sometimes you have to keep your mouth in check. No, I take that back. Not sometimes. You always need to keep your mouth in check to make sure that you do not say something that will cross the boundaries of lying, attempting to control your partner, breaking commitments, ridiculing your partner, raging by name calling, yelling, or screaming at one another. These should be off limits altogether. Number 10, and our last one for the making of a good relationship. Remember that no one is perfect and mistakes will happen. Forgiveness in relationships is a must. I say this because you will get on each other's nerves. It is inevitable, but you must be quick to forgive and slow to speak. Forgiveness is for you so that you don't carry that stuff around inside yourself. Did you know that carrying all that stuff could even make you physically sick? You can forgive anything, but it doesn't mean that you have to stay with your partner. If your partner did something to you that you just cannot live with going forward, it is okay for you to leave. But you still are required to forgive that person so that you can move on in a healthy manner so that your next relationship is a better one. There may be some things that you just will not tolerate. That determination is up to you and your partner. There is a scripture that says that you should never let the sun go down on your wrath. That is to work it out before you go to sleep. That's something that you and your partner should discuss and talk about. If something happens to the person, you may not have the opportunity to make it right. We don't know what the next day is going to bring. I think that we have discussed several good things on what is needed for a good and healthy relationship. Many of these things are in the confines of marriage or a relationship with a partner. But again, as I said earlier, they can be carried over to friendships, co-workers, business partners. How we treat people matters and how they treat you matters. I want you to put your best foot forward. Treat others the way that you would want to be treated. I would like to thank you for joining me today on Quizzical by Nature, a soft place for women to land. I hope that something that I have said has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you to dream. And until next time, be blessed.